This is an it is. special report. Now reporting. Baby bottle pop. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Baby bottle pop. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Hi, everyone. I'm back again. Good evening. And welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. On Tiwi. And Tiwi. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino. Bite back. Can we please change the second baby bottle pop? Don, to you, what, exactly? Don, you agree with me, don't you? Well, he's got enough air time now. We can change the I contribute whole, whole very little. Kid. No, no, you definitely contribute little, but you've very said little. enough to replace just you say repeating a catchphrase from a weird 80s commercial uh, it's multiple a great, times. Uh, listen, I think we're keeping baby Jacob, it's business. your job. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you because Anthony maybe is too biased. Find Anthony saying something else to replace the second baby bottle pop. It just really irks me. I can replace it with this if you like. Okay. Oh, no. Well, no, you can't. I can't replace it with anything. It? Want me to replace it? <laughs> I'll let you know when we finally get to a team that's winning the division. Oh, no. Oh, no. Or this. Oh, okay. My my, my wide orbit's just not, not operational. I got a question. That's okay. unfortunate. Well, that's, you got to do ENN. How are you going to do this? Now? I don't know. I guess we'll have to figure it out. You can call. Try we'll it again. We'll put it together. Let's try it again. Atlanta. Oh, there it is. Eighth highest payroll in first place. <laughs> what was that? That wasn't me. Atlanta. Eighth highest payroll in first place. Uh, I guess a little choked up at the end. A little bit. A little bit. I think this is the... I want to go... That was in three o'clock But that, that uh, reverse... What do they call that? Reverse sneeze? Whatever. Yeah. The, that yeah. was not me. You sure? It wasn't me, was it? I think it was you. I don't know who the reverse... I wasn't here for it. Was that when I started coughing, Jacob? Well, no. Here's when you started coughing. Remember the Watchman? <laughs> not a Walkman. Oh, God. I've given it to Peter now. <laughs> I'm back. No, I like choked on some air. And we do got to give it to Mendy. He does bring it, whether it's contrived or not. Let's, yeah. let's hear what this was. And you're going to go ahead and yell at me. Hey, come talk to me. Yeah, now, I feel like he went intentionally like full Adam Sandler at the end. Like, I think we did just find a translator for Lawrence Taylor, though. Oh, they could be. That could be. Mendy? Oh, yeah, because he, he can. And you're going to go ahead and yell at me. Hey, come talk to me. Yeah, uh, it sounded like he was saying that, like we're gonna yell at Culpepper. That does sound does like it's not Mustafa to you, like LT says. So it could be the same language. Is it something in me that does? I don't know. That doesn't like. Is there something wrong with me, Don? That doesn't like the people who like force a, a, a character onto like every radio show in yeah, town. They, 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 it's got to happen organically. Yeah, it just like has to be. Like yeah. I mean, just has, you don't know why it happened. It just and, happens. And also, I I will say this. I know it like. You don't get paid, no. so what What sense of obligation do you have to a radio show? But there is something that feels cheap about it being literally any time they can get on any station. Well, not everything requires that type of reaction. Not every loss. Right, sure. Not every... You know, not every not every team's going to have no. that type of reaction now. No, it's doing real well, real well. Oh, that was Don. Yeah, that's a great moment, that though. Was that was a good moment in time here. Well, it all but depends on who you talk to. Mendy got annoyed uh, at the Mets. And mm-hmm. we did hear from the Mets earlier. We heard from Billy Epler. Don sure loved hearing it. Don wants to hear more from Billy Epler. Oh, I sure. He tell. loves hearing it. I can it. feel yeah. it in his bones. I'm good. Um, are you fielding trade calls, Billy? 
No, not at this juncture. No, I think that teams realize where they are. And like, look, if we're just talking about the baseball calendar, the drafts right around the corner, that tends to occupy a lot of uh, a lot of bandwidth in, in front offices in the game right now. I think just this juncture, you know, you're starting to have some initial conversations about what you might do and what you might be interested in, things of that nature. But nothing as specific as you're asking about. People are talking, and because people just, are talking, something can happen. But you can't. You can't say it's taking up a lot of our time that we're preoccupied with the draft. What else are you doing? You've got to say it's taking up a lot of bandwidth. God, I just, I really, honestly, I hate baseball. Hate it. It was quite the time. I, I hate huh? watch. Yeah. I do wonder, and we, we hear about it from, from fans Don's age and older, that this isn't the game that they enjoyed when they were growing up. I wonder how many people, if, if seeing baseball today, would choose to watch it as their favorite sport. It's a great question. Or if they're just here because it's America's pastime and it's something that they've watched when they were growing up with their dad or just as as kids. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a habit, and that's something. Sure, right in the summer you got nothing else, right? But you really just break it down. Are you really enjoying the game? Now, like I know hockey's not for everybody, and you'll get into that. A little you have bit. to realize oh, yeah, another in hockey. But you know that the, there's nuances to it that I happen to enjoy that maybe other people get. Same with sure. basketball. Same with soccer. Same with Formula One. Whatever. Yeah. But baseball is a lot like that, but because it's so ingrained for for over a century in this country that yeah. it's been handed down generation to generation, I really wonder what percentage of baseball fans who consider themselves baseball fans Enthusiasts. watch it more out of obligation, obligation than actual enjoyment. Maybe they want to hear Buck Showalter's pregame comments like, what would constitute a successful season? I doubt it. Get in the playoffs. Get in the playoffs. We're all get up in the morning for, right? Well, Buck, if you don't reach the playoffs, what would be a successful season? If reaching the playoffs is what you would consider success, yeah. is there another? If if you do not reach the playoffs, what would be success? I don't. I don't. I, I don't my mind doesn't go there. I just, you know, I know what our job description is to be one of the teams that gets a chance to roll the dice knocked over, and that's that's still a possibility. So that's what we're going after. Well, that's fair. There, there can't be any success without playoffs, especially since Not for 12 this team. of the 30 teams make it, 6 of the 15 in each league. You won 101 games last year. Hard to wrap my mind around a successful season that doesn't see this team in the playoffs. I, I agree with him there. Yeah, I agree. Playoff? Playoffs? So Nick Friedel was on Get Up today. We're going to switch to basketball a little bit. How Kyrie, do you feel basketball team? Kyrie's best friend. Kyrie's best friend, Nick yeah, Friedel. I think they him. text to this day. I think well, they're still friends. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. I so, they have lunch once a week. Uh, easily, in Texas. Um, what happens next for the Sixers and Embiid, Nick Friedel? <laughs> it's not going to be a question about Harden. The question that is bubbling underneath the surface is, what happens with Embiid? If they bring Harden back and they say, all right, let's try it one more time. We've got Nick Nurse in here, Doc's out, change of pace, change of voice, and they still get knocked out in the second round. At what point does Joel Embiid stand up and go, you know what, guys? It's just not going to work here. And I can tell you a team right here, right now, that would love nothing more than to package every asset they got to go and land Joel Embiid in the future, and it's the Knicks. Ah, uh, see, guys? Now the Knicks are in on Joel uh, I will tell you something, though. I'm going to say it right now. Sure. I say it. I mean it. I believe it with my heart and my soul. Sure. If they were somehow able to make a play for Joel Embiid, in spite of the fact that I know he's let Sixers fans down in the playoffs and you worry a little bit about his body, Don, he is the level player of we're having a conversation. Oh, no question. No question. That's, re- that's called... 
Michael, pipe down on the Yankees a bit. We got to talk a lot of Knicks. Now I could see an eye roll from Nick fans because Nick Nick did say that this is not going to be something. This is if it if it doesn't go well. And Embiid doesn't want to be in Philly anymore. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight. Right, 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 and yeah, Alan sure. has said on his show, Barton Hahn, which you can hear before us, noon to three it's every night. So you stopped. Yeah, that's where I first. Sorry. You, you can hear about you could hear about uh, toes, Bart's toes. Sure. Especially with the judge injury um, and a lot of Knicks news. And Alan said he doesn't really expect a whole lot. They're going to be patient. They like this roster, and they're not going to make a move for move's sake and completely overhaul this roster if it's not a guy who's going to be a different. Now Embiid's a difference maker. Yeah, yeah. And but it's not on the horizon. But it's something interesting to keep an eye on, Nick fans. It's something else that uh, that they want to they want to dangle in front of you to think that you will uh, soon be a playoff team, uh, a a championship team, I should say. Already been a playoff team. Uh, something that bothered me last night at the NHL Awards. Don sure. had something that bothered him, and I have something that bothered me a lot. Um, Connor McDavid won the Hart Trophy as the NHL's MVP for the third time. That doesn't bother me. He had an amazing season. He, he also had, proposed to his girlfriend. And he proposed to his girlfriend, and uh, and apparently it was a small ring. At least that was the joke from the uh, from the content creator that uh, that made the joke about him. This little kid. It was very cute. You should hey, see it. Can I offer one thing? Please do. Were they they were people were insulting the ring and saying it was small? Yes. I, I have to say this. This is important. And then we'll get right back. A little to kid saying. content creator, but it was an adorable oh, okay. little. Skin. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But but are people actually saying the ring was small or no? No, no, no. no. Oh well, then it kind of ruins my point. But I was going to say, Don, I I spent what I thought to be a pretty penny, pretty penny, and appropriate amount of money on Natalie's ring, and she loves the ring, loves it. Sure, two months salary, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not, well, she Which said job? that. <laughs> she, she said that. Um, it was of yeah of ass salary. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, salary. Sure, yeah, that's sure. Right. So I, I was like, it, it's a beautiful ring. It fits her perfectly. Like the look of it, the clarity was the highest levels. I did. It. The second we got engaged, I started paying attention to other people's rings. It's like it's it, it's on your. Yeah. It becomes like top of mind. Sure. And I'm seeing people. They're they're buying rings that are like, I don't know if they're I don't know if they're. Cubic zirconia. I don't know what's happening. Right. Gargantch situation. Gar- no, no. Hold on. Gargantch. Like a, like a ring pop. No, no. Yeah, yeah. baby pop. Baby pop. pop. <laughs> so I, I mean, and I'm just saying, how do I say this without? There's no way for me to say this without sounding like a nozzle. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, I, I know some of the people who are purchasing the ring, and I'm like, wow, did you really? You really went literally two months' salary, or maybe six months' salary? Wow. But they, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, but you're also not doing any favors to the bride. You got to have something that's functional. She wants to wear it. She wants to be able to go out. She wants to be able to use. Oh, a lot of them want to wear it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it depends but on what you're doing. You, you got you got work. You got things to do. You don't you don't want to get a ring where she has to take it off to do, do her job or to drive or to make a sandwich. The idea is or to, to walk down the street functional. without being killed. If you have to open a helicopter door, if you're taking pictures over the pyramids right, of Egypt or something from like space, that, right. no, it, it doesn't it's, make it's, sense. But I'm telling you, anyone out there listening who who feels what I'm saying, very specific example. I just gave. yeah, very specific. Anyone out there, please please tweet me or send me a message. Do you, you got your lady the ring? You really thought you did a good job, and then you started looking around at right. other people's rings. And went, what the hell right. is going? <laughs> I mean, there are people like. Hi, like, it's, wow. it's it's insane you're, you're, you're what's going tear on. Tear ligaments. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's the size of the championship rings you get now at a back to Connor. Back to Connor McDavid. Back to Connor McDavid and his beautiful fiance. But he got some hardware. Won the NHL's MVP. I'm not upset about that. He deserved it. 195 first place votes. Mm-hmm. There's 196 voters. Mm-hmm. 
one person didn't vote him first. Okay. So when that came out yesterday, I was like, that's interesting. And then they showed the they showed the breakdown of the votes. Okay. So David Pasternak, the Boston uh, Bruins forward, very talented, mm-hmm. also very good, was voted num- uh, first not an by awful, this writer. It, it's not, he shouldn't get a first place vote, but it's not an awful pick. So okay. I texted Don and said, this has got to be a Boston writer. Because who other than a Boston writer would pick a Boston guy first and right. not pick That's Connor McDavid on a yeah. year where everybody and their mother would pick Connor McDavid? Well, they all did. And they yeah, did. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I'm not upset. If you want to think David Pasternak had a better year, that's fine. You're wrong, but that's fine. But that's fine. It's, it's your take. Peter, where did he? Where did this writer, and we'll get to who it was in a second, where did he put Connor McDavid? You could pick first, second, third, fourth, fifth. He put him fifth. Yeah, he did. Mm. He put him fifth. This yeah, is uh, a writer in the Pittsburgh Tri- Tribune Review. Pit- Seth Wait, Rohrbach. What? Hold on. Pittsburgh Tribune Review? That's right. How does this person even have a vote? Anthony should have a vote. That, I would love to have a vote. I have to be in the member of the I mean, honestly, I, I swear to you, a, a producer on the Michael K. Show in New York has got to be... I've never even heard of the Pittsburgh, right, but he's Pittsburgh not. Tribune Review. So let's go over... Tell okay. me it's the Post-Gazette. We'll have a conversation. Right. <laughs> we'll have a conversation. Uh, <laughs> so it was obviously... Um, David Pasternak, number one. He had uh, Robertson from the Stars, who I like. Don knows I love Very him. Very good year. Second. Good Dallas Ilya team. Sorokin, the goalie for the Islanders, third. Why? And Matthew Kachuk, fourth. What, why? And, and, and by the All way... All three of them. Why? Not more deserving you, than Conor You know what? And, and these votes have to be in before the regular season is right. over. So it had nothing to do with Kachuk helping the Panthers get to the finals. No. I enjoy Sorokin. He was a finalist for the Vesna Trophy. Love the Sorokin. Didn't win the Vesna Trophy. Allmark did. But are you telling me that the Islanders were what? The last playoff team and got bounced in the first round? I understand that that's got to go in, but really? Uh, the Pasternak, at least you have my attention. They, they broke the record for regular season wins, and he had over 50 goals. But to have Conor McDavid fifth, take the vote away. He's already not getting unanimous. Why not just make him second like he should be? Well, I, just I wonder if this guy's going to write about it. Everybody's got to be that guy. Well, he was definitely being that guy. Moron. He was being that guy. Wow. Um, but some, to be that guy and at the end of the, the sentence, moron, then, all right. Functional, as you I'm said. not even sure. You're not sure. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Somebody else that won awards last night, Steven Stamkos won the Marc Messier Leadership Award. Very well-deserved, longtime captain of the Lightning and does a great job down in Tampa, um, both on the ice and off the ice. Um, But a lot of the players last night that won awards were asked questions about Gary Bettman's recent decision uh, to not require teams to wear specialty or special jerseys during warm-ups. This coming, of course, after multiple teams uh, decided to not wear their pride jerseys on Pride Night this year, a lot of players who were vocal about it citing religious reasons. Oh, yeah. Um, So Steven Stamkos was asked about that, um, and Greg Wyshynski ended up tweeting out the transcript, and I thought it was a a good answer by, by Stamkos. Obviously, he said, it's a tricky situation. I think guys should have the right to do what they want. I think that the thing that is disappointing is when you had players who decided not to wear the jersey for warm-up, they were the headline of the story. It wasn't the 98 or 99% of other players that wore the jersey and enjoyed wearing it and were proud wearing it, whatever jersey it was, whether it was the Pride, the Military Night, the Cancer Nights. Guys take a lot of pride in wearing those types of jerseys. And listen, it should be your decision, but the story shouldn't be about the guy that didn't wear it 
the one guy or the two guy. I know that's the world we live in. Where's the story, not the success part? That seems to get a lot of the mainstream media's attention these days. And every day, always. And not and just mainstream always. media, everybody. Um, but yes. And I think there's something good that Stamco said there because a majority of the league did want to wear the jerseys. Uh, an overwhelming majority. And, and that should be celebrated. And And... The NHL does have hockey is for everyone initiatives, and anybody who is a fan of the sport that I love should feel comfortable <laughs> that they're represented, yeah. supported, and want and feel like they're welcome to either go to games, watch games, or feel like they're represented in some way. And I think Pride Nights and things like that do that. Well, if, if I had Gary Bettman on, I'd ask him. So you're telling me that, to, to my knowledge, there were um, Provorov in Philadelphia, Reimer in San Jose, uh, the Stahl brothers in Florida. And an unknown ranger or two mm. that Cut, wouldn't wear cutlass. It. All right, that's five, possibly six players that refused to wear the pride jersey, and now you change it because of six people, and now there's no more military night. There's no more, you know, whatever night. Because they'll have the nights, but they won't I mean, they'll wear still the have jerseys. The they'll still have the night. They'll still be pride night and all that, but they won't wear the warm up jerseys. Here's what I would say. If it's against your religion, if you are someone that does not believe in Pride Night, then go out there in warm-ups and wear your regular jersey. That's it. I'm not I'm not doing away with something for the overwhelming minority people. If you want to express your religious views, that's what's great about this country. You can do that. But you got to own it. Wear the jersey. That's not the pride jersey, and then that means after the game, you're going to have to answer questions on why. And if you don't want to say why, you don't have to. It's only a distraction if you want it to be a distraction. But I'm sorry, 99.9% of the players had zero problem with it, and you get rid of it? It's weak. It just it, It's just weak by the National Hockey League. I'm sorry. You don't want to wear it? Don't wear it. Nobody's telling you you can't warm up. We're not going to bench you. We're not going to fine you. Now, whether it's because you're afraid that your grandmother will be murdered in Russia, if you're afraid because of your religious beliefs, or maybe you're just homophobic. You do what you want to do. It's a free country. But I'm not going to get rid of the pride jerseys because 0.1% of the players don't want to wear it. That, that's it's, a, it. it's weak. It's lazy. It might be tomorrow's point, God. Dom may have just we already won. got it. Dom may have already just won it. Because, yeah, it's so true. If it's so overwhelmingly accepted among the players and it's an initiative that you as a league thought enough of to go ahead and do it now you're backing off of it because of of that few people but i think anybody that's so lame anybody in in these communities that feel uncomfortable that feel like you're not being represented i'd, I'd like you to read or go find it i think greg washinsky tweeted it out read steven stamkos's comments from last night it is not the majority of the league that feels this way. Well, I don't think anyone thinks that. Uh, but but you should. But now feel, you have to answer for it because you're sure, changing it. But you should feel some comfort in that this league and there are a lot of players in this league and a lot of organizations in this league that do welcome you as as fans. All right. Well, calm down. What are you working PR for the NHL? No. People, people know they do a good. I mean, people know, but you also can't deny that these people exist. And sure. it's not just the NHL, by the way. That would be every sport. Uh, this isn't special to the no. The, the the NFL hasn't done pride jerseys. Right? That's a good point. Baseball. Did baseball do a pride? They have pride night. Pride, pride night, except the Texas Rangers don't do it. Perfect. The Dodgers had an issue last week, I believe, um, with their pride night as well. God, by the way, you know what offends me? If you're someone who has a problem with pride night, but not the, the, the city, whatchamacallit, jerseys. The city edition. The city connect jerseys. Those Pittsburgh ones? 
Oh, jeez Louise. Laura Albanese tweeted it out because I believe it's what PGH done. I think that's like the logo that's in front of this mustard-colored jersey. I mean, listen, the fact that if, if you could, if you have had anything to say about a pride jersey and you didn't complain about the look of the Red Sox jersey when they played the Yankees in the doubleheader a couple weeks ago, I don't want to hear from you. Yeah, Laura, that's changed, offensive. Laura changed the P to a U and made it UG. Because it would be PGH at UGH because of how bad it was. Oh. So that that's the way that I would... Sorry to change the subject. Go ahead. You guys Please remember... Do. Arkansas quarterback and, and former Patriot QB Ryan Mallett. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, he passed away at the age of what? 35 in That's Florida. That's awful. Wow. Yeah, I remember that Ryan Mallett no for details, sure. So that is sad. Rest in rest in peace to yeah. Ryan Mallett. We had another football story. Uh, two guys, a scary situation. Um, free agent running back Leonard Fournette um, avoided serious injuries today. His car went up in flames mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on Tuesday. Um, uh, he shared a video. It was his charred SUV, which caught on fire while he was driving, and put it, and it was on the side of the highway. Only the car was damaged. Uh, Fournette said, "Man, it was one of those days today, but I'd like to thank God. My car caught on fire while I was driving, but I am still blessed." Um, the video of the car. The car is destroyed. Right. Leonard Fournette is okay. We don't know why it happened. <laughs> I, I'd imagine overheating, hot, but I'm, you know, to speculate would be... Um, Irresponsible. And you know, uh, yeah. When you lead ENN, you have to understand the responsibility of the position. A big responsibility. Yeah. I feel I feel, the, I feel the weight of it now on the second oh, day, yeah, for sure. sure. You can. Um, guys, something that I think Michael will definitely not try, but I want to get your guys' thoughts. Um, apparently, uh, Pepsi has partnered with the Culinary Institute of America to create Cola Chup or cola chip, which is a Pepsi-flavored ketchup. And apparently this is going to be debuting in the mm. early July in Yankee Stadium, a Pepsi-flavored ketchup. My question for you is, why do we need this, and would you try it? Well, I would try it. I don't drink soda anymore, so it's the only way I'd ever be able to taste a delicious Pepsi, but do I need it in my sandwich or my hamburger? I don't why, know. Well, how would that taste? Well, it would taste the way you, if you wash down a burger with Pepsi, right? Presumably? I, I, I don't know if I want work. that flavor every time no. with my ketchup. No, I, I know for a fact I don't want it. Why? Pepsi in my ketchup? Do you like Pepsi? Sure. If you ha- had a bite of a delicious hamburger, delicious Whopper. I love a Whopper. And then you want to wash it down with some Pepsi, you'd go, ooh, this is a disgusting combination. No, you want it. It's yeah, but I, take but, a second I, sip. but I want it separate. I want it in my... Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I can... Yeah, I... I mean, look, if it's going to be at the stadium, I'm probably going to end up trying it at some point. Right. You don't pour Pepsi on your hamburger and wash it down with some ketchup. I've never done that once in my life. <laughs> I'm a big ketchup user, though. If I'm just being honest with you guys, like, well, let's just, well, I feel like we're in the trust tree, you know? Oh, yeah. This is trust tree. Full disclosure, I, I use a lot of ketchup. A I mean, lot. Name a product. I'll tell you if I use ketchup with Hot it. Hot dog. Mac and cheese. Come on. No, come on, Anthony. Don't embarrass everyone in well, your family. You said a lot, so I'm trying. I'm trying uh, to get the gauge here. Hot dogs are a no-brainer, of course. You don't do steak, no, right? I'm hot dog and mustard. I don't get it. Ketchup, hot dog on uh, ketchup, ketchup on hot, on hot dog. dog. I, don't I did it when I was a kid. No, I still do it. Ketchup, mustard, sauerkraut. Boom, perfect dog. Done. Red onion. Do you do Nathan's onions when you go to Nathan's? Uh, I, I'm down for the onions. Last like time, onions. I actually went to Nathan's a couple weeks ago. Natalie made my dog, and she she put jalapenos on it too, which I enjoyed as well. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, tasty. Wow. You do anything in this world. Go ahead. Um, uh, 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 how about a, uh, a delicious ham sandwich? Ham. I don't have a lot of ham sandwiches. If I did, it would not be with ketchup. Hmm. No. How about uh, well, it's a, it's kind of it's a hot dog adjacent. What about some bologna, little bologna sandwich? We no, no, uh, no cold sandwich. So explain to me, uh, other than hot dogs and hamburgers, what are you putting ketchup on? Eggs, always. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. Always eggs. How I about can see chicken? That. 
Always, almost always chicken. Chicken cutlet. You would you ketchup? dip a wing no. into ketchup? No. But if you had fried chicken, would you have a little side of ketchup? No, not fried chicken. But if I order rotisserie chicken, the plate will have ketchup. Correct. Yes, that's right. That is interesting. When I was young, this is the furthest I ever went with it. When I was young, I did cottage cheese and ketchup. Wow. It's repugnant now. I don't ketchup know what Ketchup and I was mayo thinking. is very good. Heinz is doing that now, too. They're mixing the ketchup and the mayo and the mustard and I the mayo. I, I understand that it's good, but I don't like how I, it sounds. I, 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 don't, I should probably see, um, uh, seek help for this opinion. Go ahead. Okay. Do not like mayonnaise. Sure. Why? But I cannot eat tuna without mayonnaise. I, I, I actually believe, Don, you will find many people who think mayonnaise is disgusting but they still enjoy tuna salad, and tuna salad okay. has mayonnaise. I, I think, yeah, that's not a right, crazy I, take, I don't think. Yeah, a lot of people don't like mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm, I might be that person you're talking about. I, yeah. I can't stand mayonnaise, but I will bite down and kill a tuna fish. See? See? Told you. How about my brother? Doesn't like corn on the cob, but will eat corn. What do you mean? Like, like a, if, you, if you give him a from a can? Yeah, if you gave him like canned corn. The difficulty the side, of eating it off side the of corn. Or? So why wouldn't he eat it off the cob? I don't know. Well, he's just that, you know what? David, it's, once again, it's been a, a tough day. It's Dave. been a tough day for Dave. It's been a tough day. And that'll do it for ENN, presented by Dagasino Associates, the injury firm. Almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. 888 24 law 24. Dagostino, bite back. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.